Are you a woman searching for purpose and success? A housewife? Maybe a single mother? You're in the right place. Welcome to Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Activate. Motivate. Inspire. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. I am Miss Lisa Nobles, your hostess, and I am so excited and elated to have you join in with me today. Speaking of today, our topic consists of operating in a spirit of excellence. I have a very important guest joining with me today for our special empowerment segment at the Savvy Speaks Roundtable. This segment is in sharing tips of how to live a life of abundance, full of purpose, yet while working and walking out of a spirit of excellence, family. Let's give a warm welcome to our guest, Queen Ashanti T. Barnes, who is a carrier of the gospel, a life strategist, an educator, an author, an empowerment speaker family. She is a servant leader, a spiritual midwife, facilitating others to birth and develop their God-given gifts. She is a kingdom builder family who operates with the spirit of excellence in all of her endeavors. Our guest is truly living an abundant life with purpose and on purpose and is committed family to enriching the lives of others through ministry and education. Two passions which serve as a major platform for this creative and compassionate, and I'm going to add outstanding soul. Please join me in welcoming Miss Ashanti T. Barnes to the Savvy Speaks Roundtable. Family, again, our focus is operating in a spirit of excellence. Ashanti, welcome again and tell us a little bit more about yourself. Oh, great, great, great. It's so um, it's so wonderful to be here on today, and I would like to thank you for thank allowing you. me to share your platform on this day. So thank you to you, Lisa Nobles, and your incredible audience. Thank you. Um, my name is Ashanti, and um, out of all of the things that um, people like to attribute, um, I'd like to just identify myself as plain old Ashanti. Yes. Yes, I, I operate and I do a lot of things in the education field, um, such as um, I do a lot in over the state of Mississippi for um, different school districts. Mm-hmm. So I get a chance to enrich the lives of, of others over the entire state. Yes. I also do a lot in ministry. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also traveling to spread the gospel over the entire state, but even outside of the state. Um, I do a lot for our community um, yes. to enrich the lives of others. I am an advocate for children, for women, for any cause mm-hmm. where it seems as if there is a deficit or there is some sort of depression or oppression. Um, so I, 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 God has used me as a vessel to meet the needs of others. Yes. He uses me as a vessel because he can trust me um, to, to be his hands in the land. So I am so very grateful, and mm-hmm. although he does great work through me, I am smart enough to know that I should be humble in mm-hmm. everything that I do. Mm-hmm. 
I love that, Ashanti, that, that I can tell the humility, not just even in your voice, but as I watch, um, or, you know, we interact on social media a lot, I can tell that humility. And that's one of the things that I really can appreciate about your walk. I see it in your, your writings. I see it when you, sh you are sharing in the, the various groups that we are a part of. So thank you for that example that you don't know how much that inspires me. And not only me, I am sure other women who are watching or other just individuals in general can appreciate your humility so thank you very much so are you ready family then let's talk about it operating in a spirit of excellence with miss ashanti t barnes so miss ashanti let's jump right in ashanti can you share with us how did you discover your purpose as a carrier of the gospel or mm -hmm. the calling um it found me <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. it was. Um, it was really interesting that, and that God had shared with me that He wanted me to do some things. He had shown me ma um, major platforms and opportunities, and I think I was um, afraid mm -hmm. um, when I saw it because it, it was a little bit overwhelming. Um, in my in my church, um, there were no women ministers. Um, mm -hmm. It was very hard to. It was very hard to see the examples of women in ministries outside mm -hmm. of what I see um, of which, you know, minister ministries on television, mm -hmm. national uh, platforms. Yes. Um, so it did, it did frighten me a little bit. Um, so what I did do was I said, okay, well, I see that, um, I see that God wants me to work in the church. So I started getting really, really busy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. I started teaching Sunday school, and I would teach more than one class, and I really enjoyed it, and that um, forced me to get more, um, become more studious and more focused, mm -hmm. and um, just really have really, really strict um, discipline where studying the Word was concerned, mm -hmm. and God would just keep coming to me, so I would add on to that teaching Bible study, and mm -hmm. from there joining all of these different ministries, the women's ministry, the health ministry, mm -hmm. the music ministry. And I would learn so many different things about the facets of the church that right. I did not realize um, had you not been a part of, of these different ministries, these different um, auxiliaries. And God just would not leave me alone. And there was this one time where I had this burning bush experience. I'll mm -hmm. never forget. It was a Sunday, and I had gotten ready to watch a television ministry. Um, one of my favorite um, ministers, mm -hmm. um, Jamal Harrison Bryant, mm -hmm. at the time, yes. was very new to the street. Mm -hmm. um, and he would come on every Sunday. And I got all of my belongings together, my Bible, my journal, my pen. Um, and I looked at the television screen, and I saw myself. Mm-hmm. So I had an epiphany, right. and I saw myself preaching directly to not Jamal Harrison Bryant's um, audience or right. church congregation, but to mine. Right. And I, I started, I started praying immediately to God, um, and I started praying that He would give me clarity and that He would give me the mind to have reception, and that I would not run away from Him and disregard Him. Right. So. As soon as I got up, I said, God, show me the word. Show me. And I opened my Bible without looking, and it literally fell 
on the scripture that reads, how beautiful are the feet of those who carry the gospel. Right. And uh -huh. everything, everything about that moment yes. let me know that the very next time that I had the opportunity, which was the following Sunday, that I would not run from God. I right. would not, um, I, I would not turn my back away from him. I would not busy myself hoping to pacify him and ignoring, and, and, and in essence, being disobedient. Because although those are good things I was, you know, doing, right. all of the different ministries, all of the different groups, and all of the ways I was serving, uh -huh. it was not what he asked me to do. Right. So not only did God say that, um, yes, you're going to you're gonna do those things because you've committed yourself to them, but you're going to do exactly what I have called you to do. Yes. You're not going to um, you know, just kind of change my calling to fit, um, fit your fears. Mm -hmm. so to speak. I like so that. I feel, yeah. And, and that's what I was doing. You know, I was trying to get God to kind of lay up off me. So uh -huh. um, hoping that he, if I, if I made myself busy enough, he would just kind of leave me alone. Right. Mm -hmm. But God's call on your life is his call on your life. There is nothing you can do about it, but accept it. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. And he knows who he has called you to be. He, God knows us. He knew us before the very foundation of the earth. Right. That's why when we hear his call, although we've never seen him before, we know his voice. Right. You know mm -hmm. exactly who God is when you hear the call. Right. It's mm -hmm. because you've had a relationship with him mm -hmm. before now. Mm -hmm. So... Um, when, you know, I, I was completely humbled and, and I knew that I had to be obedient and I mm -hmm. knew that I had to be faithful and I accepted that call and I had to look back and it is the best thing I've ever experienced in my life because I know not only did God call me, not only did he purpose me for this, but he trusts me with right. his word. Mm -hmm. So I carry the gospel in my life. I love that. And I mm -hmm. share it everywhere I go. Every mm -hmm. chance I get. And mm -hmm. it is an honor and a pleasure. That is so beautiful, Ashanti. Um, just listening to you, it, it, it makes me... I can totally relate when you're when you have a calling on your life. And because I remember once when I too experience that type of level of faith when you just had to drop everything and trust God to do what he said he would do because in his word he says that he's not a man that he should lie nor is he the son of man that he should repent and should he not say it and not do it and that's one of the things that I keep in the back of my mind daily so to hear your passion it 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 is it, so inspiring and it's uplifting and thank you for that example so can you share with our audience how does the life strategy part of your endeavors connect to your to you as a car carrier of the gospel so what does that entail as a life strategist what what does what does that entail I'm so glad you asked. Um, a lot of times we are hearing um you know all of these buzzwords and, um, you know, to the point where it becomes um, ineffective or it loses its power, it loses its value. Um, so I, you know, I hear a lot of things about coaching and strategists and all of these things, but I want to kind of clear um, the definition from my personal perspective. Okay. So for me, I've gone through um, quite a bit of... Um, Ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I've I've had 
so many challenges and trials and tribulations in my life. And I, I've gone through all of these things. And um, for so long, I used to wonder, why am I going through these things? I even questioned if there was a curse on my life or on my family's life. Yeah. Um, because it seemed like it was one storm after the other. Right. Just one issue after the other. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it bothered me so. And it frustrated me so. It seemed like my issues lasted longer than others. Right. It seemed as if, as if I, w I was being picked on. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> so, I, you know, I had to get to the point where I would consult my father and ask, why am I going through the things that I'm going through? I'm serving you, God. I love you, God. I'm faithful to you, God. I'm obedient to you, God. And God let me know in that moment, it's because of those very things. Right. It's because I can trust you with them. Mm -hmm. So God allows me to go through things. And, and I have to take from the scripture, um, count it all joy when you go through all manner of diverse temptations and trials. Mm -hmm. um, because when I am going through something, that means God is trusting me to go through it. Right. And I'm not going to stay stuck in it. God will remain with me. He will He will never leave me nor forsake me. I believe that that is a promise. And he's not a respected person. Right. He does that for me. He'll do that for everyone else. So how does all of this tie into becoming a life strategist? Well, mm -hmm. with experience. With experience. With um, experience. I'm strategist. Right. With that experience, I've learned some things, you know, through the hurt. I've learned how to deal with some things. Through the trials, I've learned how to problem solve. Through this, the tribulations, I've learned how to figure things out. I've learned how to get in God's face. I've learned how to lie before his throne. I've learned how to, how to focus in and have laser-like focus with with those proverbial blinders on. I've learned some things. Right. And because I've right. learned many, many situations in my life, heartbreaking things that could have made me lose my mind, that could have cost me my life, because I've gone through these things, I know the way out. Come and on. I would be remiss if I did not go back and get someone else who were going through the same situation. I love that. I love I that. I know... Mm -hmm. If I know that you're going through something, and it, it may have taken me a year to go through that storm, mm -hmm. but God has, has, has pricked my heart where I can, I can see you in that situation, and he has given me the go-ahead, the wherewithal, the relief to help you. He has guided my steps. He has ordered me. He has assigned me to that particular person. Mm -hmm. What took me a year to go through? May only take that person a month. Right. Because I know faith. Right. They won't have to get lost. So mm -hmm. how does that connect? Yes, I know strategy because God is the master strategy. Come on. He mm -hmm. has shown me what to do. And because he care he he allows me to carry his gospel, whatever I share with someone is always going to be laced and saturated with yes. his word and his mm -hmm. promises. Mm -hmm. So when I connect with another person, I'm bringing you, you know, the experience, my personal experiences. But right. it's not just a shanti. It's mm -hmm. not a shanti at all. I have decreased that God may increase so that it's none of me and it's all about him. You will see the glory of God in that situation. 
so when I say life strategist and gospel carrier of the gospel, mm-hmm. those two things have to reside in the same operative space. Yes. And it is it is it's anointed and it has been it is helpful for others. Yes. It's beneficial for others. And although I am the beneficiary of these gifts and these mm-hmm. experiences and these life lessons, yes. I'm also the benefactor. Come on. I'm the benefactor. I get a chance to give it away. Yes. Because I give it away, God trusts me and he keeps right on giving. Come on. And because of that, I have so much joy. Yes. I love that. I love that. And when we were talking about Count It All Joy, that was James 1 and 2 through 3, because that's important. Because sometimes, yes, ma'am, sometimes we're going through things and we forget, you know, um, David had to encourage himself. So we need to remember that when you're going through trials or when we are going through something, that we got to find our joy inside of that. Um, I love that, Ashanti. I love your passion. What does operating in the spirit of excellence mean to you, Ashante? Oh my goodness. It is my very foundation. Come on. Everything that I do, Lisa, mm-hmm. every single thing I do. Oh, I can tell. Whole heart, mm-hmm. whole mind. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I'm telling you, if I have to, if I am asked to serve the church by sweeping the floor, mm-hmm. I'll tell you something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go the best world I'm going mm-hmm. to get there early. Come on. I will stay there late. Mm-hmm. I will give my best effort. I will catch every corner. Come on. I'm going to do it with the very best of my ability, without complaining, without mm-hmm. thinking that this is, this activity or this task or this job is beneath me. I'm mm-hmm. going to give my whole heart. Yes. I'll tell you something, Lee. Yes. If, if, I, if my way of serving you is to keep your baby. You yeah. don't understand that I will treat your children as if they're my own. Yes. I mm-hmm. will do everything to the very best of my ability. Yes. I don't have to do anything. I, it doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. I can be making sandwiches for the picnic. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it's going to be done with love because I really believe that your attitude makes everything. Yes. I love that. Let me tell you mm-hmm. Lisa, I really believe that because God has given me the spirit of excellence, mm-hmm. wherever I show up, when I show up in that atmosphere, the entire atmosphere gets better because I showed up. Come on, girl. Mm-hmm. Everything gets better. Let me tell you, if if there is someone who is depressed in mm-hmm. that space, I don't have to know them. When I show up carrying the gospel, mm-hmm. having the spirit of excellence, yes. having this servant-like attitude, when I show up, the Holy Spirit comes. And when the Holy Spirit comes, it makes everything bright. It Mm -hmm. makes everything new. I come, and the place is going to be saturated with the Spirit of God. Come on. And because of that, everything gets better. So if you're depressed, oh, joy has to find you on that day, baby. Mm -hmm. If you are are downtrodden, you will be lifted up. If you are frustrated, there will be peace right there in that place. Whenever I show up, I'm coming with the full force of mm-hmm. the kingdom. Come on. And because of that, it has to become better. Yes. It, God, you know what? One of the songs, and, and this is a secular song, um, mm-hmm. but I can find God in anything. I can find him in anything. Mm-hmm. There's a song, uh, and it's so old, and I use it as an illustration um, often. 
Um, and the song is called, um, well, I'll get to the end and I'll get to the title in just a second. Mm-hmm. But um, the song's by a rapper, but there is an R&B singer. Mm-hmm. Um, the rapper's name is Fabulous. And the R&B singer is Neo. Right. And uh-huh. Neo sings the hook. So he sings okay. it often throughout the song. Right. And, um, Neo's lyrics are, I'm a movement by myself. Come on, girl. But, mm-hmm, but I'm a force when we're together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm good all by myself. Mm-hmm. But you, you make me better. Come on. The name of the song is You Make Me Better. And it really is um, a romantic song, I suppose, between a man and a woman. But I can see that as as a, a covenant-type um, declaration between kingdom people. You know, right. um, mm-hmm. iron does sharpen iron. Yes. I believe when I come into an atmosphere, I bring something to the body. Mm-hmm. I believe when I show up, you're in the in the space too, and you bring something. I'm supposed to receive something from you. Right. So if we're all being our best selves, if we're all operating with the spirit of excellence, God is in the midst. We all get exactly what we need. Come no on. holding back. No competition. No comparison. Mm-hmm. Only love and the spirit of giving. Yes, that's the spirit of excellence. That's the spirit the of, of excellence. God. It's the will of God. I love that. And I want to just backtrack just slightly. When you were talking about the comforter, it made me think of the scripture where God says that he, he the, the comforter will come unto us, which is John 14, 26. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and brings all, all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, that gave me chills reading that scripture. And then the other scripture that came to to mind as you were speaking was Proverbs 27 17 as iron sharpen irons and one man sharpens another that is the type of spiritual divine connections we should be incorporating in our lives and I'm so glad you brought that up I'm gonna skip down a little bit because as you were speaking I feel that I really want to talk about um, the time in your life I, I read in your article and you were talking about that season of doubt and frustration and insecurity and, and, and dissatisfaction, which is so relatable with life based on your peppered journey, as you so called it, of wins and loses, highs and lows, heartaches and happiness, trials and triumph. What changed in your life which caused a transition from that to purpose in becoming a spiritual midwife? Well, I'm so glad you asked that question because um, that is precisely um, the the time that I realized my true calling. I knew God right. was calling on my life. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew it from the very beginning mm-hmm. of my life. I, I, I used to have dreams where God would, would um, shine a light on me, and I didn't understand it, but the dream was so vivid that mm-hmm. I actually believed as a young child that my mom used to tell me that was her dream. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. so vivid. So I knew that God had a special calling on my life. I knew that he had set me apart. I knew that he had sanctified me and he had ordered my steps. Um, so I knew that there was something different. You mm-hmm. know? I knew that there, I understood anointing very early on. I right. knew it. Um, but as, as a young girl and even into my, um, my teen years, um, there was nothing really that had happened um, 
that you know that had developed me or developed my 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 walk. Okay, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. God, you know, He had my heart, He had my eyes, He had my ears, He had all of my gates. So all of you know, He had my my full attention. Right. It wasn't until I was perhaps um, I would say mid twenties, mm-hmm. maybe early twenties, that there were a series of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. That literally hit me like blow after blow after blow. Yes. Um, after I had my third child with my husband, mm-hmm. um, I was abandoned um, while I was pregnant, while right. I was carrying our child, and we had two other children. Uh-huh. Um, that lit, you know, kind of lent itself to its own set of challenges uh-huh. um, as far as struggling financially. Um, right. Having all manner of emotional distress. Uh-huh. I, I didn't know what it felt like to have to be abandoned right. by a person who who claimed that they loved you and would love you forever and would never ever leave you. Of course. Um and 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 literally said this before God and witnesses and signed his name on the dotted line. And I am in no way bashing this person but this is this is the part where I really had a hard time um, with with self-esteem because I right. could not understand how someone could say a thing and abandon their very own words. Yeah. Because that is so contrary to um, the way I believe. I of believe course. that a person is a person worth their salt will honor their word. Yes. God is not a man that he shall lie, and if we have that same working spirit on the inside of us, we should follow his direction. Right. God says he will never leave you nor forsake you, so, you know, we, we honor commitment. Right. So it, it, it took me um, through this whirlwind of emotional ups and downs, of feeling abandoned, feeling as if um, no one wanted me, no one cared. Um that, you know, no one understood, and now I have these three little humans that God Mm -hmm. trusted me with. I Mm -hmm. had to figure out how to manage my self-doubt, manage my um, plummeting self-esteem while staying up so that Mm -hmm. they can see a model mother, (laughs) so that they can see a woman who, um, who was filled with strength and courage and joy and peace. I had to still be able to model this for mm-hmm. the children that God entrusted to me. Those are his kids. Yes. Those are God's children. And I am accountable to them and to him. And he's going to question me about the things I did and didn't I do for his children. Right. So I had to make sure that I was, you know, I had to figure out time for myself where I can sort through my own feelings while simultaneously modeling good character for my children. Right. There were times where, because, um, you know, I, I I had struggles with finances, um, that I had to make decisions. Is it going to be um, electricity and groceries, or right. will it be our note and the hospital bill? Of course. So, so you know, it, it got to the point where I had to make the best possible decision for my children at the time and allow God to take care of everything else. And that was very, very hard, uh, you know, just trying to figure out how to make all of these these gears turn at the same time. Of course. You know, I, I became 
Um, you know, I picked up, you know, poor habits, poor eating habits. Um, I wasn't taking care of myself uh, physically. Um, and God wants us to take care of our temples. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, just eating anything, um, little to very, very little exercise, very mm-hmm. little activity. So my weight had gotten out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, I became um, diagnosed with high blood pressure or hypertension as well as diabetes. And I was um, being monitored for high cholesterol. And all of that was from poor eating habits mm-hmm. because of stress and because of frustrations and it was not the will of God. It was a trick of the enemy because the enemy had me focused on those things um, that I should have cast upon God. You know, right. I was becoming frustrated because I wasn't trusting God. Obviously, not fully, not completely. Right. I was worrying about it. I, that was time taken away from me worshiping God. Right. You know, so all of these things were happening. It was just blow after blow. Um, there were, was a time where I was in a house and my entire family, we kept getting these headaches. Right. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, our heating unit went out. Right. And the heating unit, um, it was an older unit mm-hmm. and we were, we were renting this, this property and it was an older unit. Um, and every, um, every contractor that came out, they were like, you know, um, Ms. Barnes, I'm sorry, but um, they don't make this anymore. It, it will be really hard to find the the, um, the, the parts. And yes. So no one would really touch the, the unit. So it was in the dead of winter, and we had to temporarily move back home with my parents because the house was big, it was cold, and we couldn't find a contractor who, would, who was willing to work on this unit, this heating unit. Mm-hmm. And um, we finally found someone. And that person immediately told me, Miss Barnes, mm-hmm. your house is full of carbon monoxide. Lord have mercy. Your house is filled with carbon monoxide. And had your had this heating unit not gone out, you would have continued wow. day mercy. in and day out. Remaining in this house and your family is um, having all of these headaches and your family would have perished. Lord have mercy. You know, and we, we had gone through all of these different things. We had gone, we had moved to um, an apartment complex years later, and the entire, um, the, the way the unit was um, connected on on the very farthest end, um, there was a fire. Mm-hmm. And the entire um, complex were out, they were all out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. No one knew that my family was in our apartment because wow. we didn't do a lot of fraternizing. Of course. Um, we, we just didn't, you know, we just kind of, we, I went to work, my children went to school, we came home, we did homework. We didn't do a lot of, you know, fraternizing. I, I, I'll just leave it at that and allow um, everyone to kind of read between the lines. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very protective of my space. Of um, course. And who I expose. Um, to my Me children too. and even mm-hmm. myself. Um, so no one knew we were in the apartment. A child said, that lady that lives upstairs is here. There's a truck. And people flew upstairs right. to knock on the door. At that very moment, uh, while, while, the door, while someone was knocking on the door, we can see smoke coming through the vent at the back part of the apartment. Right. We made it out of the apartment 
in just enough time, the entire apartment complex went up in flames. My entire wow. family inside of that apartment. And it took a child to say, that lady, because they didn't know our name. Of course. That lady's here because there's her truck. But God, God touched the heart of a kid. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. And there were so many people that came and grabbed us out of that apartment. So I've gone through all of these things, uh, all of these situations. I've, I've gone through situations where I wanted to go back to school and to finish um, a degree. Of and course. God allowed me to, I told God, I said, you know, I want to go back to school. And he allowed me, he kept telling me to um, apply. And I kept every, you know, every semester I would get a letter saying, um, congratulations, you're accepted into the university. And I would talk myself out of that blessing by saying, well, I don't have enough money. How Come am I on. going to work and go to school at the same time? I talked myself out of the blessing. Mm-hmm. And I think I did that three times. And someone from the registrar's office called me and said, Ms. Barnes, you keep applying and we keep responding. You are officially admitted into this university, the only thing you need to do is to come down and, you know, finish your paperwork and get your classes and all of those type of things. Well, that came the day after I had prayed to God. Right. God, you know what I want. You know what I have before me. And if it is your will, I want you to open that door so widely that I cannot deny it. I never called the university. The university called me. That's what he does. And, God, God made a way, and He will activate people to to encourage you. You know, just before we stop believing, just before we give up. And I, you know, I quit a full time job that did not provide enough from month to month. Okay, mm-hmm. so now I'm down to nothing when mm-hmm. school full time. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, we did not miss a beat. It was hard. It was very, very difficult. Of course. To go to school only. But we did not miss a beat. We did not miss a meal. The utilities and our housing um, continued to be paid for. And I know that it was nobody but God. I cannot take the credit and I can't attribute it to any other person. God made a way. He made it where I was able to finish that de- degree that, you know, I never completed mm-hmm. before I started having children. Right. Mm-hmm. But instead of just completing a bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. he conditioned me and he, he he gave me the wherewithal to go ahead and go further. So I went on to complete the master's degree. Come on. Then I went on to specialist degree. Yes. And right now in this very season, I am a dissertation away from my doctoral degree. You better say that. I need everyone to understand that just because you stopped. Come on. You know, you gave up on yourself, you know, on that goal. It is not over. What God has declared and decreed over your life, what he has promised you is still your promise. Come you on. just have to make sure that you focus back in and be obedient and be faithful. And ask God for his guidance. I consult God for everything. I consult God for what he wants me to eat on a daily basis. I consult God for the direction he wants me to travel to that same job that I go to every day. I yes. may not go in the same direction. But I'm going to be fully led of God. I consult him for every single thing. And that's the message I want to leave with people on today. Yes. So our father, because he listens, talk to him because he understands. He is our guide. He, he provides that direction. But he doesn't just tell you what to do and where to go. 
he goes with you. Come on. And he paves the way. And he has created our end from the beginning, um, Lisa. Yes. And because he knows what the end is and he started working backwards until he got to our beginning, he knows exactly what is going to happen in our lives. Yes. Nothing catches God by surprise. And because yes. we know that everything that God does and everything that God says is good, we can be assured that our end will be victorious. So I love no that. No matter what the ups and downs are and the ins and outs and the twists and turns are, you can be assured that, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Who's with me? God is with me. God yes. Almighty is mm-hmm. here right now and right now and right here and right now and he is loving on us and he's pouring into us he's sowing seeds he's developing us he's maturing us he's giving us experiences to make us better he 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 loves us so much that he chastises us when we get out of line yes he, he knows how to pull us back in he knows how to pull us down when we get a little bit too high but he also knows how to lift us up when we we're feeling a little bit too low. Yes. We have a, a, a God who is all encompassing. He is our all in all, and I love him for it. And because of all of the things that he's done for me and through me, I am so compelled to share his goodness with everyone else. I love that, Ashanti. I love that. And even in Matthew 6 and 33, I know I didn't go over there specifically to this scripture, but when you said you were compelled, he, he gives a charge that we are to go ye therefore and teach the gospel. So I love that. And then another scripture that I thought of as you were speaking was Psalms 119, 133 through 136. But I'm just going to read 133 where, where you talked about order my steps in your word and let not by any iniquity have dominion over me I remember when I first started EWAP that was the scripture that I based that on and and you just don't know how much you're transforming even me in this conversation I am so humbled at the things that God has put on your heart to say because when people come on the show it's not just for the audience I always make myself available and open to receive whatever God has for me to see in 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 that lesson and then another one that I of course I spoke about and then you talked about as well as numbers 23 and 19 where God is not a man that he should lie nor is he the not that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent hath he not said it and shall not do it or hath he spoken and shall not make it good I love it Ashanti I have about two minutes left you've shared, shared such a wealth of knowledge and you maintain there's something I want to in um our conversation on is something that I found in your writings you maintain and theorize that the next level for most is a desired destination however many are either unaware or unwilling to do the work required to get there is what you know Ashanti you then proposed a call for action to your readers inviting them to examine the necessary steps in taking your calling or their calling to the next level and you maintain it is time to level up in your final thoughts and you have about now about one no more than two minutes in your final thoughts briefly describe how this statement can cause a shift in one's life if they heed to their calling of change and purpose okay so i will begin my statement by asking this question how bad do you want it yes how bad do you want that thing that god has promised you how bad is it that you want to 
to receive um, your next level. Yes. You know, we, we go through this life and, and a lot of times we have these goals, but when God when God shows us what we have to go through to get to it, we talk ourselves out of our blessing. Come on. See, the fact of the matter is, once you've gotten to the top of one mountaintop and God wants to take you to a higher mountaintop, mm -hmm. you see that it's beautiful and it's glorious. Yes. But in order to get to the top of the next mountaintop, you have to go down the mountain you're on. And sometimes that requires that you are going to have a valley experience. Come on. So sometimes you're going to go through some things that are not comfortable. They yes. Sound good. Look at it. Smell good. It, you know, it just won't feel like it's the right thing. Come on. It seems like it, it causes too much. It'll take too much out of you. But God has built you for this thing. Come if on. If you climbed one mountain, you can climb two. And if you climb two, you can climb five. Come on. God has given you experience to make it to the next level. Come on. We can't talk ourselves out of our blessings and I feel that that's where we are now yes. when we see something we love but we know that we have to go through some things that will make us uncomfortable we have to go through some things that may cause us to separate from others or things that may make us cry or yes. dig deeper or exert a lot more effort sometimes we just say you know what that's all right never mind I'm good I'll be right here no right. but God is pushing you because in order for you to be more effective and to touch more lives you have to go further than you've ever gone before. And that when a soldier is showing a sign of weakness, that's a soldier that can't go into battle. Yes. He sent that soldier back home. Yes. So God has called us that when he has sent us to another place, another level, you have to know that you have in your arsenal strength and courage. Yes. You know, he, he has never, um, he's never left the righteous forsaken. Come on to do every single day. At, at the start of your morning, I want you to be able to declare the things that you thank God for. Wake up and thank God for some things. So just work, just statement after statement. I thank God for breath in my body. I thank God for the activity of my limbs. I thank God for being in my right mind. I thank God for help and strength. I thank God. Just keep thanking God for all of those things. But then on the other side, because praise gets God into the atmosphere. Come on. I absolutely love your message, Ashanti. Um, can you just real quickly, because we're running out of time, can you give me one website where the our audience can reach you? One um, one site that I am really um, active on is Facebook, and okay. you can find me at Ashanti Speaks, Ashanti Barnes Speaks on Facebook. Okay, um, and I also have a personal page, and my personal page is. Um, I am who I am regardless. Um, so you can find me on my personal account for Facebook. Awesome. I am elated to have participated in this show today, family. I know that someone somewhere was touched by this wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much to the Savvy Speaks podcast guest, the other queen of the roundtable, Ms. Ashanti T. Barnes, who is a carrier of the gospel, a life strategist, an educator, author, and an empowerment speaker, who you can find out more about this powerhouse at www.iamlisanobles.com. And as a bonus, please visit www.iamlisanobles.com. 
am lisanobles.com slash resources.html where you can receive free podcast resources for downloading the show today. I love you. I truly do. And as I always say, thank you for being a part of the show. And remember my mantra. Remember and remember family, you are a unique combination of experiences, clothed in purpose, strength, and destiny. Have a great week and I will see you right here next time on the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. God bless you and I love you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles online at imlisanobles.com and on Facebook and Instagram at EWOFP. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review and we'll catch you next time on Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Activate, motivate, inspire.